The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is T-Formation Conversation on the WCG Podcast channel. I'm your host, Lester Wiltfong Jr. Let's dive right into it. It is Bears, Packers. Oh my gosh, Sunday Night Football, primetime, NBC. We knew they weren't going to flex this game. We knew we were going to be stuck watching the Bears get smacked around by Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on primetime. But hey, the bright side is now, Justin Fields is playing. He is uh, not on the injury report at all. He will play. He didn't have the best of game the first time he played the Packers, but he's improved a bit since then. He had a couple games in the bench, kind of watch Andy Dalton to, to learn what he shouldn't do with those four picks. So it should be at least watchable. This ain't going to be a game the Bears can actually win. I don't think anyone's picking the Bears that's that's serious about it. Of course, there's plenty of homers out there that's going to pick the Bears no matter what. I'm sure the coach will put a, put his, his pick on the Bears. Realistically speaking, the Packers, I think, are a 12-point favorite. They're in Lambeau. They're coming off a bye. They're getting healthier. This could get ugly. So I'm just ha- I have my fingers crossed. Open Justin Fields can make this game watchable. Uh, give us as Bears fans, you know, we want that hope. We want that hope moving into the next season. And then of course there's the recent rumor that Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, obviously the regime is 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 falling away here. And maybe this is the game. Maybe this is the game that it all happens. The Bears lose. Maybe that's enough. The McCaskies finally have seen enough. And they let they let Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy go. Probably Matt Nagy will be first to go. That's the way it looks like it's going to go here. But there was a report that kind of came out across Twitter today on Friday. A former Chicago Bears player, Lance Briggs, kind of alluded to the fact that Ryan Pace could be out. That the Bears are looking for a GM. He hasn't really been known to break news in the past. Although, from what I understand, I'm not a big White Sox fan, but from what I understand, he kind of broke the Tony La Russa news that he was going to get hired on the south side, uh, I think a day before that happened. So, you know, he, he has been in the media now for uh, for a few years. You know, he was a player for a long time, a member of the Bears for a long time. Maybe he's got some connections. Maybe there's some juice to it. And then, of course, Olin Krutz went on 670 the score. On Friday afternoon, he was asked about the about Briggs's tweet. He didn't deny it. He he said that that you know Briggs has does have some uh, some some knowledge there. So 
there's some truth to it. Maybe there is something going on now with Ryan Pace. Maybe they are looking to make a move. That does not say that they're not going to move him to a different role within the organization. That's been on the table. A lot of guys that you know have talked about it that covered the Bears said that Ryan Pace going to a different role, a president-type role, could be in the cards. But the fact that they're looking for a new GM, possibly, I like it. I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good move. I think you get a new GM in place. You get rid of Nagy. <laughs> you give the new GM... Carte blanche over the whole thing. You, hey, you're running the football show. Let him do his thing. And then uh, you got a couple extra weeks here. If, if you get rid of Nagy, you can start looking for a new head coach uh, week 17 this season. So I'm all for it. I wanted Pace and Nagy gone after last season. I thought that was the, the best time to do it. They, of course, stuck around after a week of uh, collaboration with uh, the McCaskies and, and Ted Phillips. So here we are. Pretty much the same place that the uh, that Bears fans were one year ago. The Chicago Bears are struggling. They're trying to, to finish strong. It's unfortunate the Bears are going to be on prime time to kind of uh, to show everyone what they're made of. But maybe that is the best thing. Maybe the silver lining is. Like I, like I said before, I'm never going to root for a loss. I'm going to root for the Bears to win Sunday night. I want to see them go out there. I want to see Justin Fields throw for, throw for a gazillion yards, a bunch of touchdowns. I want to see David Montgomery run for a bunch of yards. I want to see them sack the crap out of Aaron Rodgers. I want to see a dominant Bears performance. But if it doesn't happen, and the big picture says, hey, now it's time to fire Matt Nagy. Let's get the rebuild started right now. I'm for it. So let's jump into the injury report. Um, It's kind of small for both teams, which is kind of interesting at this point in the season. But the Bears have two listed as questionable, uh, both on the D-line, Akeem Hicks, Mario Edwards Jr., but the story here is Hicks. I mean, Hicks has not played since the, the Steelers Monday night game. Uh, he he re injured his groin that day. Hicks is a warrior. He talked today, and, and man, you can feel his passion. You, you kind of feel for the guy because he really does does want to finish his career in Chicago. That's he's talked about it earlier in this, this season. You know, he remember he was he was given permission to seek a trade in the offseason. Nothing materialized. He ended up staying in Chicago. You know, there was some weird stuff going on in camp uh, where he was kind of absent for a little bit. Nothing ever came of it. When he's on the field, he gives 110%, and he makes sure he plays against the Packers. He, he's one of the, the few Bears that, that that openly talk about the rivalry. He, he plays the Packers. He wants to play the Packers. He loves playing the Packers. He's been on the short end of the stick uh, throughout his career in Chicago. But he understands the rivalry. He understands what it means to the franchise, and he understands what it means to the Bears fans. You know, this is a big game for him. I knew he would not miss this game, and although he is questionable, he practiced in full on Friday. I can't see him missing. He'll play. Uh, same with Mario Edwards Jr. He was questionable, but he uh, again practiced in full. He's going to play. So Bears getting a couple guys back. That's good news for them. Uh, they got a couple doubtful. That's Marquise Goodwin. Wide out foot, probably not going to play. He tried giving it a go in practice, I think, on Wednesday, uh, but they shut him down the last two days. Uh, no practice Thursday, Friday. I mean, he, he's not really a difference maker. You know, they're getting an, another wide out back, so give Goodwin one more week to kind of rest up. Also, Dolphin for the Bears, Andy Dalton, quarterback. Left hand still sore, left hand still swollen. Yeah, he doesn't throw with his left hand, but, you know, it's painful injury. And besides, it's Justin Fields' show anyway. You got Fields back. 
Dalton's going to be QB2 when he's healthy. But I think for this week, he's inactive, and it's going to be Nick Foles actually suiting up again. So then uh, the Bears have one more injury. Uh, He was listed as out, but uh, since the time that the report popped up earlier today, Cassius Marsh Sr., outside linebacker, he of the taunting penalty fame, he is actually put on injured reserve. The Bears made that move uh, late Friday afternoon. Uh, They put him on IR. He hurt his knee at House Hall at practice today, and they activated Bruce Irvin where they just signed uh, mid, mid-November. mid So Marsh on IR, bring Bruce Irvin up. Kind of a wash, if you ask me. Um, Marsh did give you some more special teams play. I'm not sure if Irvin actually does any special teams. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of work those reps. But we got to talk about the guys that are back. We already talked about Fields. Uh, no injury designation at all. He is back in full. QB1, let's go. But also, Allen Robinson is finally back. Hamstring injury that was bothering him since the the Steelers game on Monday Night Football back on November 8th. He is back, ready to rock. We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, his season has not gone how he had hoped. But but here we are. Allen Robinson now has uh, five games left probably in his Bears career. That's probably all he's got. He has not done much the first part of the season. He wants to get paid. It probably is not going to happen in Chicago, but he needs a strong finish. To remind the league, hey, I'm A-Rob. I'm still a, a top receiver in this game. He needs to finish strong. If he wants to get the paycheck he thinks he's going to get, he needs a strong finish. Him and Justin Fields need to connect several times. You know, he needs to go deep, go up and get it. He needs to work those zones underneath. He needs to show the total package here. And if he's healthy, I think he's going to have a nice, strong finish to the season. Because, like I said, this is his contract time. This is this is money time. He needs to go out there and earn it. Also good for the Bears, David Montgomery. Uh, he was he missed practice on Wednesday with with several injuries, none of which were back, which I was surprised because since he carried the Bears' offense against Arizona, he was the man that game. Uh, but he had a bunch of injuries on on Wednesday. No designation, practice in full. He's good to go as well. So should be good. You know they're getting some guys back. Of course, they're missing a few still, but the fact that they're getting these guys back, they're getting healthier at some key spots. Over to the Packers, they only have three guys in a report this week. Again, they're coming off a bye. They had a chance to heal some guys up. David Bakhtiari's ruled is out. He has a knee injury. He hasn't played all year. Uh, he had knee surgery, and they activated him off uh, the practice window. He just hasn't been able to uh, really get in there, but they wanted to get him on the roster because they feel he will play at some point this season. Uh, Randall Cobb, wide receiver, he is also re- ruled as out. With a core injury, he actually had surgery a couple days back. I'm sure he'll go on IR at some point if they feel it's a three-week injury. Uh, but the reason he got a surgery now is because he will return for playoffs, and that was their plan with Randall Cobb. So Aaron Rodgers missing Cobb. That's his hand-picked guy. That's the guy he wanted in the offseason. So it'll hurt missing Cobb. Not sure how much because they got some other guys that can step in there, but it'll hurt a little bit. Also for the Packers is Devondre Campbell, linebacker. Is illness questionable? From what I understand, he will play. All the beat guys said he should be good to go. He was actually on the reserve COVID-19 list. So last I checked the Packers website, he was still on the reserve COVID-19 list, but he's also on their injury report. So 
that tells me he's he's he either came off the reserve list at some point today and they didn't put it through the through through the through the wire or they're really confident he's going to come off and they're just going to listen to his question with an illness anyway but regardless from what i understand campbell's going to play and that's it three guys for the packers let's talk about rogers real quick though aaron Rodgers does have a broken pinky toe on his left foot uh, he missed practice on wednesday and thursday uh, on friday he was limited but they're so sure of him playing. He's so sure he's going to play. No injury designation going to the game. No questionable, no nothing. Aaron Rodgers is just going to play. He's never going to miss this game. You know, He has to be severely, severely hampered to miss a chance to stick it to the Bears and to stick it to Bears fans because he really has been uh, been – Taking those those you know I f and own you comments, and he's talked about them quite a bit this week. So he's not shying away from it. He's kind of taking it there, and you know, and uh, Aaron freaking Rodgers, seriously. But anyway, um, Packers have a few players that are actually on IR. I want to mention because there's some key players for those guys. Uh, they're missing Jair Alexander, cornerback. He's been practicing. His three windows open. Uh, they had hoped. He was going to be able to play this week, but from what I understand, they are not going to be able to activate him. So he's probably going to miss this game. Uh, there's a chance they can activate him tomorrow. If that happens, that'll be kind of a you know, good news for them because he's one of the best corners in the game. But as of right now, no Alexander. Uh, if something has changed and, and you upgrade that, that's a pretty significant add for them. So if, if that does change, I'll make sure I do update the sites, the Bears Packers injury report on WindyCityGridiron.com. So look for that. Uh, the Packers are also missing Elgin Jenkins, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. And they are also missing Zadarius Smith, their top pass rusher. He's still on IR. So, And they're also missing tight end Robert Tanyan, who is a uh, you know local kid from McHenry. So that's uh, kind of neat, uh, that story that he made it to the Packers. Uh, it sucks that it's the Packers, but he, you know he's in the NFL, so, so good for a fairly local kid, Robert Tanyan. So that's it. The Packers are missing quite a few guys on IR. Uh, they're relatively healthy as far as their active roster, but there's some key guys down. So the the Bears have a chance to take advantage of some stuff here. Can they do it? Do they have the talent? I don't think so. Uh, let's just hope for a, uh, a fun game. Let's hope for some Justin Fields uh, fireworks. Let's hope for no more significant injuries. And let's hope for a Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace exits on Monday morning. And that's it, guys. It's my time. So until uh, we speak again, bear down, my friends. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.